Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life. I am your host, Michelle Burkhardt. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Huge shout out and welcome to those of you who are relatively new. We have had an uptick recently. Uh, thank you, thank you for, for showing up. You know what? I haven't even done in months and months. I haven't checked to see how many countries we're reaching now, but we are well over the 71,000 listener mark. So awesome. Keep, keep referring people. I love it. I love it. So if you're new, welcome. Uh, and I will say this, uh, listen responsibly. <laughs> We're coming up here soon on 800 episodes. So, uh, you know, I heard one person who was new this weekend say, oh, I'm just going to listen to everything. And I was like, hey, listen, man, still live your life. Okay. <laughs> Definitely go binge watch if you're, if you want binge listen, but, um, you know, still, still go out there and do your thing. Uh, it's not going anywhere, I guess. And also if you're new, one of the things I would like you to know, uh, we don't often have this in the description, but I will make sure I put it in there today. Uh, we actually have a search engine for the podcast because we have so many episodes and we cover a broad range of things here, right? Cause it's change your thinking, change your life. So anything having to do with change your thinking, which is a lot, uh, we have many different topics and I, I often get people ask me, do you have a podcast on blank? Most likely the answer is yes. The easiest way to find that is to actually go to our individual customized search engine. You just click on the link it'll pop up and you can, ha you go to the search bar and you type in any keyword. So if you want to know things like forgiveness or goal setting or, um, you know, perception work, anything like that, you can go in and you can input that keyword and up will pop all of the episodes, the podcast episodes. Also, you also have connection there to any YouTube or um, Facebook videos that I've ever done in the past. So it will take you directly to where I say the keyword. So then you can decide, is this really you know, cause maybe I mentioned the word forgiveness once in an episode, but that wasn't really the topic of the episode. So that's the beauty of this search engine. It will take you directly there and you'll be able to say, no, 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 I don't have to listen to that 15 minute one. Cause she only said that word once, but then you'll notice the other ones where I've talked about it in depth. Okay. So if you really want to plug into one key topic and listen to just those episodes, please use a search engine. That will be the best thing for you. Okay. So today I want to talk about something. I've had tons of questions around this, the probably the last six weeks or so it's a recurring theme that pops up in uh, not only conversations with clients, but I've been to a couple of events and people have asked me this too. So I thought I'm just going to do an episode. And that way, if whenever anybody asks me, I say, oh yes, I did an episode on the podcast. Go listen. Okay. So rather than answer it a million times, I'll just answer it here. So the, the question really boils down to what is the difference between religion and spirituality? Okay. There's a couple key differences and I'm going to share those here with you, but I really want to reference this before we start. I am not saying there that one is better than the other. They are merely two different ways to kind of look at the world and live your life. And sometimes you need one and sometimes you need the other. So this is not an either or this is actually a both and prospect here. 
Okay. You have to ask yourself, what do I need in my life right now? And that's the one that you choose to focus on. Okay. So religion is basically a group experience. Okay. That, that's a key indicator, a group experience. Now the purpose of religion is to protect the group from physical threats. I look at this as, uh, I use this analogy all the time, but if you take your very young kids to go to the bowling alley, uh, and in order to keep the ball in the lane so that they have some hope of hitting the pins, which they, you can put the, um, the gutter guards in, right? So there's these guards that they put in there so that, you know, the ball can't go into the gutter. So, you know, you can shoot the ball down and, and there's more of a chance. Now they still have an opportunity not to hit the pins, but you got to be really bad at that. Uh, religion is the same thing. They say, listen, we're going to help you set up your life in such a way that you have guards in the gutter so that if you just stay in the lane, you have a hope of having success. So they want to protect the group from physical threats like disease, poverty, death, war, and social crisis. They set up a lot of rules and regulations in order for you to do this. So for example, the church that I grew up in had lots of rules like you can't drink or smoke. Okay. In essence, they're trying to keep you away from disease, right? They also had rules around, you know, you, you can't, uh, <laughs> You can't go dancing. You can't date until you're a certain age. Lots of rules on modesty because we want to make sure that you're not, you know, engaging in, in areas that are going to cause you harm. Again, not bad. A certain way of thinking. The, the religion idea is very much related to, if you, if you have an understanding of the chakra energy system, it's very much related to the root chakra. Uh, it's about safety and security. Okay. Um, and it's also related to the first level of awareness. So if you know anything about the seven levels of awareness, if you don't, if you're new, that would be a great topic to put in the search engine, by the way, we've done a ton of teachings on the seven levels of awareness. So uh, it's the first level, which is more of the victim mentality level. Uh, maybe even the second, uh, definitely the second. That's the sacral chakra. That, that's the um, mass consciousness level. Um, so looking at, you know, what do we have to do to make sure that other people don't harm us? And religion also has this notion that there are fears everywhere. Everything is going to hurt you. Uh, I was talking to a friend not too long ago and, uh, you know, I was talking about yoga and she basically told me that yoga was wrong. You can't do it. And she told me the whole history of how yoga was created and, uh, you know, all of this. And I'm like, wow, first of all, I never knew the history of it. Uh, but in my mind, I'm thinking, but could you not just focus on your breathing and move your body and, you know, think about Jesus or, you know, whatever you believe in. Uh, you, you don't have to necessarily enter into the stream of consciousness that you don't agree with. But her religious point of view was showing her, no, we can't do that. There's fear that that's going to hurt you. Right. Um, other things like, you know, what I just said, if you drink, it's going to hurt you. You know, I find this fascinating because 
in the Baptist church that I grew up in, that was the thought. But in the Lutheran church, Lutherans are very different, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I remember going to my very first kind of training event. We, we were going to a different church. They were going to teach us all this kind of stuff. And uh, um, we had about 15 people in our group. We stopped somewhere to have a meal. I went to the restroom. I came back. And everybody but me had a beer at the table. And I was like, oh my gosh, what fresh new hell did I get myself into, right? And over time, I really adjusted my thinking around this idea of alcohol. Now, listen, let me just say this. I probably used up my quota for my life of drinking alcohol when I was in high school and college. However, it's just not a thing I enjoy now maybe a couple times a year. If I really, really want one, I'll absolutely have it. I have no guilt over having a, a drink of alcohol. Um, but you know, it's just not something I want in my life now. Okay. But the point is uh, religion, uh, has, it wants you to see the fears everywhere because the next thing, you know, see the fear, because guess what? We can help you with that. Okay. So they have a vested interest in you having a fear so that they can help you. Again, it's just a certain way of looking at things. So I also look at, you know, remembering that, that it's a group experience, right? And so, you know, it can be a very beautiful and lovely thing to be a part of a community. So I'm not knocking religion or going to church at all. All right. So let's contrast that with this idea of spirituality. So again, spirituality is, is, um, not better or worse. It just is a different way of looking at things. So spirituality is an individual experience. And the purpose of spirituality is to release fears. So understanding what your limitations are and releasing those. So guess what? If you're a longtime listener in the podcast, you're becoming more spiritual. Woohoo. Right. Um, it's to connect you with the divine. Okay. So something greater than you, your highest power, if you will. Um, spirituality is really related to the crown chakra. So that is the one that's like just above your head. Uh, also related to the, um, uh, level six and seven awareness experience and mastery, uh, really about insight, intuition, and wisdom. So realizing that as you're going throughout life, actually nothing can hurt you. So for example, uh, you're going throughout life and you have a wonky interaction with your boss. If you're in that lower level of awareness, if you're very in that, that kind of religious place, you're like, Oh, danger, danger, warning, warning. My pastor told me this was going to happen. And now I have fear about what this guy is going to say and do. Now I have to go back to my church and get support, you know, to deal with this guy. Now, again, not wrong. Just one way of looking at it. When you're on the spiritual side of things, you can have this wonky interaction with that other person and you understand a couple things. Number one, this has nothing to do with you. <laughs> Everything to do with that person. Number two, whatever they're saying, you actually can't hurt me. And number three, you know, you have choices in this situation. There's tons of choices that you can make. Uh, and you just make a choice and you say, what do I want? What do I want instead? And you walk that out. Okay. Sometimes that means finding a different job. Sometimes that means ignoring whatever it was that they said. Sometimes it means saying, 
okay, I hear the request in what you're saying. I'm going to follow that request and choose to ignore how you brought it to me. Okay. That's a level of mastery and wisdom that some people never get. Uh, again, it, you know, nothing to fear, but you're really living in the moment. So fear is this, it's, it's kind of double-edged sword. Fear is either coming from a place in your past. So, you know, I, I use the example of fear of a dog. If you're a bit as a kid, you have, you know, a dog shows up right now, you're going to be run by fear, right? Um, or fear of the future. So, you know, if you think that your boss is going to fire you because of this interaction, uh, you're going to go back to this group of people and say, please pray for me. Please help me because I think he's going to fire me again. Not wrong, but it's also a fearful place. But when you're living in the now, instead of the past or the future, you just recognize what's happening right now. And you say, what do I want to do about it? Okay. So neither one is more right or wrong than the other, but you have to ask yourself, what do you want? Okay. Both are actually okay. Uh, and I look at it as I want to actually have both. Uh, I don't want to be out on my own all the time, but I also want to be very responsible for my freedom. Okay. Realizing that I do want to be connected to a group of people, but I don't want them running my life. And so there are some places where you can go and you can worship with others who are all kind of growing spiritually. So you can all be individuals growing spiritually together. Um, but if you find yourself in a position where you are growing individually and other people are not, uh, and that's really kind of bringing you down or you're struggling a lot, it may be time to find a different group. Okay. So I hope that that really helps to answer that question that I get a lot, you know, religion and spirituality. Again, neither one are bad or wrong and we need them both. Uh, but you want to be very conscious of what you want and how you want to walk that forward in your life. Okay. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.